0: Into and a fell. Welcome to the world's greatest
1: ish podcast.
0: Welcome to Backstage Heat. I'm Brandon.
1: And I'm Hunter, and on today's episode, we'll be giving a rundown of the 2021 Royal Rumble and also previewing NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day.
0: Not a good wrestling to come, folks.
1: So, the Rumble was lit. <laughs> well, I'm just going to oh. start with, by saying that.
0: Absolutely. Each Rumble match was just fire. Just
1: the, fire. The pay-per-view overall was so good.
0: I think it was it's probably one of the better
1: ones. I think it was better than any 2020 WWE pay per view.
0: Oh, I would 100% agree with that one. They made it work, and they got fans back. A little bit of fan action.
1: Were there fans there? A little bit, just oh, okay. a
0: few. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, you kind of want that with the live reactions to people yeah. you don't expect to be there.
1: Um, so we're just going to do the rundown, which is where we just, um, rank the matches in order of, uh, kind of importance, kind of how good they are, kind of if we think you should watch them. It's kind of a loose ranking, basically.
0: Exactly. We're just trying to save you some time if you just want to watch the best matches. Yeah.
1: Overall, I would say this is a paper that you should probably just watch all of it.
0: I'd say you can watch all of it except the Drew match if you, I mean, but who's got, yeah. who doesn't have an extra five minutes?
1: Yeah, we'll you know? we'll, we'll get to that match, but um, first up, uh, the Women's Rumble was so good. It was my favorite match on the, yeah. on the card, I think, for sure.
0: Oh, by far, and I mean, there's always that one marathon person, and... So I'd you love had to see him.
1: you had Bailey Naomi start, which and they they had a lot of fun. Then yeah. you had Bianca Belair come out at three, and her and Bailey really get into it. And then oh, and the next intense, like part like. of the match was like the Billy Kay part. <laughs>
0: that was interesting I, I like that she has something going for her, i really. i
1: lo- i loved it it was and it's it was the perfect spot to do it in to like because sometimes the beginning of the rumbles are kind of like kind of boring because it's like ooh even though this this one was different because it did feel like bailey bianca and hell even naomi could be like final four people that are already just like in the match which does add something, but I think it gave it gave a lot to the beginning of the Rumble matches, which can kind of be a little slow sometimes.
0: Yeah, well, was, you got to have a little bit of build to, to make you uh, want better people and keep you tuned in.
1: Yeah, and eventually you got, like, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, and... Like around, they were both around fifteen. I think one of them probably was fifteen, if I remember correctly. Sounds about right. And
0: the Drew McIntyre.
1: There were some good legends' appearance appearances. Jillian Hall, Victoria, Tori Wilson. Um, and they all did have those couple. And they all did good. They all like they all did, which is sometimes the legends can can kind of struggle a bit. Oh
0: yeah, they they definitely gave each of them a little bit of shine in
1: the match. I yeah. Say. Um, and then that final bit with Rhea and Bianca was just so good, and and it really, either one of them could have won, and I think it would have been totally fine.
0: That's exactly what I was saying. It's very, very rare where you're not like, I'm going to be pissed if one of these two wins. It was the first time it was like, either or, I'm loving it.
1: And I'm so happy that, even though I think Charlotte didn't need to get to the final three, I'm so happy she wasn't in the final two.
0: Yeah, she didn't need it. There was no reason for her to make it that far. So, I mean, she looks strong just being herself.
1: Yeah. And I mean, what a promo by Bianca when, after she won.
0: Seriously, that's that's the kind of shit you like to hear.
1: Like she's she's she a fucking a star.
0: <laughs> oh, big time. I mean, it was literally just a matter of time until she got an actual real push. And this is it. So it's like she's only going to thrive from here.
1: And it was so cool to see WWE not, like, wait on someone. Which they normally do. Like, normally she would be they winning...
0: Still... Sorry? They waited on her a little bit, I feel like. Because, I mean, she, not, not she came once, in with...
1: Not once she hit the main roster, I guess, is, is what I'm saying.
0: That's true, because they kind of came in with the Street Profits, but, like, very weak like yeah mostly for like one man
1: yeah but she hasn't even been on the main roster for a year
0: oh that's a quick turnaround and right she's there.
1: and she's won the royal rumble so because <laughs> normally I this think is I was- normally she'd be like winning the rumble in like two years after people are already like kind of tired of her
0: Oh yeah, well, hey, that's nice. That's refreshing. Both no, yeah, it's it's super nice, Please. and it was
1: super surprising. And and I mean, it would have been the same thing with Rhea. So like, once it got down to those two, I was like, okay, this is great. It doesn't matter who wins. Yep,
0: it's like I'll take this either way. Cool with me.
1: The but only criticism of the match I can that I can think of is that they didn't catch. Bianca eliminating Bailey on like the camera <laughs> it like happened the same was time a little like, bit of shy,
0: yeah. it happened
1: at the same time as another elimination which is just like a little botch by some by, not even a botch just like miscommunication between between people because like realistically two eliminations shouldn't happen on opposite sides of the ring at the same time
0: yeah, and I mean sometimes there's botches there, and you know someone gets eliminated that's not supposed to because of an accident yeah. or miscommunication, then that fucks up the whole match. So Cause,
1: just because with the story of the match, Bianca eliminating Bailey was like a big deal.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So so missing that it did suck, but other than that, I I thought the I thought it was a great Rumble match.
0: Oh, couldn't agree more. It was. It was a great way to, to like start the rumble, like officially a rumble match.
1: And then second, I don't think any surprise here. We have the men's rumble match, which was also quite good.
0: What you're tuning in for, if we're being honest. Yeah,
1: I think it was a little slower at times, a little maybe a little sloppier at times as well. But you had Edge going from and and it's they announced him at two like the day before and then he came out at one yep. which kind of kind of tipped like, it okay. tipped it that he was gonna win a little bit
0: <laughs> yeah it just sounds that much better when you say one over two even yeah though they both start at the same
1: yeah time. even though it's the same thing it it, it does sound better um but I mean, he put in he put in a hell of a show.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I really did not think he had that kind of stamina to be able to last the whole rumble. I mean, it was crazy seeing him fight some of the people he fought too. Um,
1: so that, some cool moments I can remember: you have Big E just getting fucking pissed when Xavier Woods got eliminated, <laughs> and just like taking out Ali by himself and. That's like the fire that we want to see out of Big E, so that was really cool. You have a oh jacked-as-shit fucking Carlito return.
0: Seriously. <laughs> it was either the workout to the oil, but he was looking young. He
1: Yeah, he looked absolutely ripped. I was like, damn. Like,
0: damn, Carlito really been hitting
1: it. And then probably the return. Uh, Seth Rollins returned, which you did mention on the, on the preview. Yep,
0: and I was extremely hyped that it was a late number. Thought I had a chance. Never had a chance.
1: I had more of a chance than my pick of but that's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um,
0: we, we we both lost.
1: But by far the best return was fucking Christian.
0: Oh definitely I didn't even know he could still wrestle I thought he like medically wasn't cleared
1: <laughs> I mean I guess he was Cause he not only did he Was he in the match He, he took bumps he was in there for a while Like he was it will... He was just Giving it, <laughs> like it Like nothing happened
0: Yeah it's like he got the itch He got the itch again And he had to get back in there
1: Him and Edge had a really cool moment At one point um and then the finish was actually incredible because they did the whole like ra- they did the whole Randy Orton like fakes and injuries so he doesn't have to be in the match angle which is just stupid.
0: He That's classic Orton though at the same time.
1: It is. I just hate it like they sh- if that happens, that that person should just be like. If, I feel like if you leave the Matt the like the ringside area, you should also be eliminated. Oh, exactly. Like it, it's just it it's, makes a lot more. sense. It's just dumb. <laughs>
0: but there's always gotta be one fuckery. That's the fuckery.
1: But I love the way they did that ending with Orton coming back right after Edge thinks he's won it, and just that. And then immediately getting eliminated, but it's enough time where you go. Randy Orton, really, you're giving the <laughs> you rumble. You're giving the rumble to Randy Orton. Like there's a en- there was enough time for you to like get that thought, and then see him mm-hmm. immediately get eliminated and go. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm real. I'm into. The- yep, let's go. Fucking let's go. <laughs> like let's go Edge. Right? <laughs> like
0: oh man, they made the right choice. It's who I wanted the whole time, and I didn't even know it.
1: Yeah, and I saw, I saw some criticism of, of using the Rumble spot on Edge. Mm-hmm. Instead uh, of like, instead of like a younger person, and, and as a sentiment, I agree with it. Like, I think, I think spots like Rumble, Money in the Bank, etc., should be used on like younger talent. But I think. Mm-hmm edge isn't in is an exception in that he's not gonna be a part-time guy until he actually like retires whenever that is
0: yeah exactly
1: and like it's not it's not like he's been here for 10 years wrestling every day like he not, doesn't he doesn't really exactly. need the rumble win but at the same time i don't think it's as bad as if like Cena came back and won it or even Brock came back and won it like no,
0: that just be a- angry
1: yeah like I think it's just different to me at least and they they gave the they gave the women's rumble to Bianca Belair like
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. you don't get both you don't get both
1: with WWE you're not gonna get both you could like it'd be cool if you did but but also the other person that a lot of people wanted to win was fucking Daniel Bryan, and he's not like some young gun either. So
0: No. Exactly. And if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, I think that was Edge's first time ever winning it. Um, so I think that's a kind of a big
1: No, I think he won it the last time he came back.
0: Oh, was that back when they still had the World Heavyweight Championship?
1: Yeah, I think it was like 2010 maybe
0: okay that sounds about right for some reason I thought he never won it but
1: yeah 2010
0: okay yeah he was champ quite a few times
1: yeah I think that was the one where he won and I think that might have been the rumble that he had to, like he won the match at Mania but then had to retire
0: oh cause his, his neck yeah. That stack of dimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's that one. So. I
0: mean, a decade between Rumble wins.
1: Well, and in that way, it's kind of a cool story, right? Like, he won the Rumble, won the title, had to retire, had to give up the title. And now he's back, and he won the Rumble, and he's ready to win a fucking title again.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he already has, like, pre-set-up feuds, like, with the Randy... And then, you know, teaming back up with Christian. I don't know. I like where it's going.
1: Um. So, yeah. So, definitely, I would watch both Rumble matches.
0: <laughs> yes. Next. It is definitely watch you tune in.
1: Next on the rundown uh, Roman Reigns defeats Kevin Owens in a Falls Count Anywhere match. What a match this one! <laughs> they beat the shit out of each other. <laughs>
0: I really did not think they gave this match the time they did, but it was just like, wow, they just keep fucking going.
1: Yeah, Kevin Owens did every second. did a swanton bomb off a forklift through a table. <laughs> I remember that. Um, they you were gotta, like,
0: you gotta have it. All.
1: They were like brawling in like the Thunderdome like screen seating area. And Owens took a bump off the stage, that, like up off a stage higher than the bump he took off of SmackDown like a few weeks before the Rumble.
0: Man's filling up his bump guy.
1: And I feel bad for them because I think the final would have been really good if the, the botch with the handcuffs and Paul Heyman not being able to get the handcuffs off of Roman Reigns... Cause I really liked yeah. that Kevin Owens was really smart, and he was about to win. Rome. like exactly. he, he handcuffs Roman to some like staging, and it's so Roman just physically can't stand up. He cannot get to his feet. He can't beat the count, which is like really smart, like exactly. babyface stuff. And I and when baby yeah, and when babyfaces look smart, it's like it's good. <laughs>
0: Well, because yeah, otherwise it, they just look a fool all the time, and that's how you make heels look good. And it's like, yeah, a great look.
1: As the ref counts to nine, Roman grabs the ref, and like slams his head into a piece of the staging, which is also smart for Roman. He doesn't <laughs> lose now.
0: Yeah. Oh, exactly.
1: And then Paul Heyman's gonna. Paul Heyman has a key, which. To the handcuffs, which immediately doesn't make sense until you remember that Roman has the handcuffs initially, and it gets turned around on him, so then it kind of does make sense that Paul has the key. Like, there is actually, like, a way that that makes sense. Um, Some weird... Well, yeah, like, Roman bought- brought the handcuffs, so, like, Paul having the key sort of makes sense there, at least. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and a ref starts counting, which is really, this is the problem, <laughs> is this ref starts counting. It would have been weird even if he hadn't started counting, but he gets up, he gets about to six. And then Paul Heyman, it takes him about 30 seconds to a minute to get these handcuffs off.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... That's very sketchy looking. That that hurts the match a lot.
1: And, and the ref just stops counting, which like I get that but I'd I'd almost just give KO the title till SmackDown. <laughs> I know that like the ref can't make that call, but like it it make the match would be better if KO just won there. Yeah. Oh. And then you can have Roman What's just that? win it on SmackDown again. Like it's not a huge deal.
0: No, and it makes Kevin Owens still look strong. And he is championship material, I'd say.
1: And, and it's and it's a thing where I don't even think like Roman winning is the right call. It's not even that it's like the wrong booking. It's just it it was very obvious that it was like a a huge botch and and KO yeah, sells a low you, KO sells a low blow for like a minute and a half. <laughs> Which like to be fair, I mean I probably Roman Reigns uppercuts yeah. me in the in the nuts. I'm probably out for for a while.
0: Yeah, I've I've accidentally hit myself, and it takes at least thirty to <laughs> a minute and a half.
1: Yeah. Um. And then I, I I saw some people criticizing that it ends just with Roman guillotining KO, but I kind of like that just because like one Roman's the heel so like he shouldn't necessarily win in this super flashy way right like and KO'd in true KO fashion he didn't quit he didn't give up he wasn't pinned he was fucking choked out (laughs) like
0: exactly everyone ends up looking good in the end
1: yeah if you want to make someone there's there's not many better ways to make someone look strong in a loss than than having them get choked out like
0: and it's the most heel way to win a, win a match. If you have a submission, it's just more heel. It's hard to be a face and choke people out.
1: Well, especially in the way that it did in that match, where it's like, that match was... Saying it's a spot fest is a little, like, I think, mean to the match, but, like, there were a lot of really, like, big, flashy spots in the match. And then, yeah. Roman's, oh, just, yeah. and then Roman's like, no, fuck you guys. Like, I don't give a shit about having this good match or whatever. I'm just gonna win. Like that's all. Winning is all that matters. Hell
0: yeah, that's all the tribal chief cares about.
1: Um. So then, fourth on the Rumble rundown, Sasha Banks defeats Carmella to retain her SmackDown Women's Championship. This was good. I don't think yeah. it was as good as their TLC match. No,
0: it was definitely a step down.
1: But. I think this series with Sasha has shown that Carmella's at this point she's just good in the ring like it's not Yeah there's no really other way to say like,
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's showing off that she's put in a lot of work on her in-ring instead of just like her gimmick.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and like I said, good match, not if if I'd pick one to go rewatch, I'd rewatch the TLC match, but
0: <laughs> Yes, agreed.
1: But nothing to complain about. For sure. Definitely deserved to be on the card and definitely lived up to being on a card as good as this one.
0: Exactly. Just type Sasha Banks is still having a title run.
1: And then I think the match everyone was dreading is is last. But not for the reason that I would have Expected to put it last. I really liked Drew McIntyre beating Goldberg. I did not think I would like it. I really liked it.
0: When you hear Goldberg, you just immediately jump to a certain uh, idea of what the match is going to be.
1: And it, and it was a Goldberg match. Oh, big time! But big it time was Goldberg. but it was a Goldberg match done as well as a Goldberg match can be done. I think.
0: Well, you know, sometimes a Goldberg match turns into a Goldberg-Undertaker-type match. Yeah. So it's like they don't like to give them all that much opportunity. The
1: jackhammer was still a little sketch.
0: Always is, always (laughs) will be again, (laughs)
1: for now and forever. Um, But I think it had the right amount of, oh, no, Goldberg's going to win. Oh, yeah but but because he didn't win it was it made it it was a really good match to watch actually it was and that's the thing i think the biggest thing with goldberg matches are it if it's good or bad honestly depends on if goldberg wins or loses
0: it, i mean you're <laughs> not wrong there that's how i feel every single time
1: just cuz and it's not for the reasons they want it to. It's it's not for the reasons they want it to like exist. But there is just this anticipation of every Goldberg match. But not because I'm actually like, not because you're actually like looking forward to the match, just because you're hoping he doesn't beat whoever he whoever he's facing and take their belt.
0: I was gonna say almost <laughs> every time he comes back now, it's against a champion. And they have given him given him the belt once, so it's like, oh fuck, are they doing it again? Yeah. Always he's gonna feel that way.
1: Yeah. So, I w- I'd say if you're just gonna watch the whole pay per view, just watch this. It's really short.
0: And it's yes,
1: and it's fun. It's on. It's honestly, it's fun to just see these dudes throw bombs yeah. at each other. <laughs> just,
0: you know, man meat slapping man meat.
1: But by no means seek it out and watch it on its own. <laughs> it's just it's not worth it.
0: No. <laughs> to warm me up for the pay-per-view, that's really all it's good for. And to yeah. put Drew over even more.
1: Yeah, and I did like that Bill, after the match, put, it, put Drew over. I think that was the right way to use Goldberg.
0: Exactly. Pass that torch, Goldberg. Pass it right away.
1: Alright, so that's our rundown of the 2021 Royal Rumble Um, Like we said, just a fantastic show
0: Worth watching the whole thing, I'd say
1: Um, So now we'll get into NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day Kind of Weird for a takeover I feel Weird weird vibe
0: It seems extremely Soon after The Rumble, because there's so much hype Behind the Rumble
1: and and I guess just cool down and I guess just because nxt's been kind of just standing still recently it feels like I, I definitely feel that so it feels and, like i don't know there's a lot of things on the line in all of these matches like there's something big on the line in all of them but it just doesn't feel that way I guess
0: no it feels it feels like just another pay-per-view it's like yeah we know it's going to be good matches cuz it's a takeover but like i'm not that interested in a lot of these matches.
1: Yeah, like I i'm don't not know why i'm not really i'm not really too excited for it and yet each of these matches could be four and a half to, like four to five stars like every one of them yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly it's like it's going to be a good pay-per-view but i don't know i don't know what i think it's literally just cuz it's so soon after the rumble that i'm like i don't know if i'm ready for this already
1: yeah and it's it's weird that there are three championship matches and i think those are the three matches i'm least excited for <laughs> is
0: that just sad i feel the same way
1: yeah it's really weird um okay but we'll just get into the match card so first up do it. is the women's dusty road tag team classic final dakota kai and Ra- and raquel gonzalez versus ember moon and shotzi blackheart so i love the dusty cup and i love that there's two of them now
0: yes oh my god just tag team wrestling in general just finally getting that spotlight consistently yeah. it's just fantastic yeah
1: you know i love tag team wrestling so anytime like it getting a spotlight is cool oh, yeah. tournaments in wrestling are fucking awesome so having yes. having more hell tournaments yes. is always good. Um, it puts more
0: people over, more opportunities.
1: Like I know we're talking about NXT, but like I'm really excited for the AEW Women's Tournament that they're doing. Like, just anytime there's a tournament in wrestling, it's just it's good. <laughs> it's just oh hell it's, yeah! I mean, there's sorry, keep going.
0: There's something to be said about having all these teams to choose from and being able to just be like, all right, this is my team. They got to go all the way. And just getting that satisfaction of them winning.
1: And it's just so easy to tell stories in the context of a tournament.
0: 100%. You can make 10 different storylines out of one tournament just like that because of one move
1: yeah and it gives reasons for like these random people or teams to be like facing each other it's just all it, it's just so easy um exactly but back on to the final of the women's dusty cup um so i guess i'll just do this quickly so ember moon and shotzi blackheart beat marina shafir and zoe stark in the first round the way which is Candice Lorraine and indy hartwell in the semifinals, and that got I'll them finish. that got them to take over Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez beat Aliyah and Jesse Kamea and then in the first round yep. and Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter in the second round. Offered dub. I love Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. <laughs>
0: uh, like it it makes sense. It makes sense that they would win this match because they've been together for a very long time. So it's like, oh, they got to be in sync. They know each other. They know all their moves and whatnot.
1: I think it's the first time since Shawn and Diesel that they've WWE's been able to recreate like the Shawn and Diesel dynamic.
0: I, I like that comparison. I can see it. They've
1: they've tried a few times and they haven't been able to do it. But yeah, and, and I well. mean. I think Dakota Kai has helped, like, the career of Raquel Gonzalez so much in this partnership.
0: Ah, 100%. 100% right there.
1: And whenever they break up and feud, which is going to happen eventually, hopefully not too soon, it's going to be great. Um, Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, I feel like I should like them as a team more than I do like them as a team. Yeah. The only reason I'm
0: really giving them a chance at all is because I feel like a lot of times throw-together teams have won it. I just think of Finn and Samoa Joe that one year.
1: I mean, the Broserweights last year.
0: Fucking Broserweights, yes.
1: Didn't Aleister Black and Ricochet win it too?
0: Yeah. See? Exactly. The throw-together teams. Seem to have some kind yeah. of advantage.
1: Yeah, it sucks to say this, but I feel like Ember Moon's comeback has been disappointing.
0: I mean, I feel it. She feels like an NXT superstar. Like, she never hit main roster at all.
1: Yeah, and and, and I do really like Shotzi Blackheart. I just feel like, as a team, they haven't quite connected in, in how I feel like I would think they would or nxt would want them to
0: yeah they basically were like hey both of them do like a howl type noise make them a team
1: (laughs) and and that's the thing i think they should be a good team like and and even their entrance where they both like ember moon doesn't look out of place when she rides in on Shotzi's tank which is saying a lot
0: (laughs) Uh, that is very (laughs) true very cartoony feeling. I don't know why.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, and the winner will get a shot at the women's tag titles. That was announced Wednesday on NXT. I had assumed that from the beginning, but it's it's good that they made it final.
0: Well, yeah. It's like, why not do that if you have a championship? It
1: doesn't make sense. And, I mean, I think that could be a good moment for either of these teams because I think... Exposing main roster audiences to both Shotzi Blackheart or Raquel Gonzalez would be very good in the long term.
0: Hundred oh, percent. I mean, that's gonna make two separate big superstars right there.
1: Um. Yeah. I'm. I think this will be a really good match. Agree. Um. Shotzi will probably do something crazy per usual.
0: <laughs> and that's that's what she's there for.
1: It's like she wants to hurt herself. It's sometimes watching her matches is, <laughs> can be can be a little scary.
0: <laughs> just some wrestlers that love that shock value. I don't know what it is. Yeah,
1: uh, I'm going to pick Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez personally.
0: Well, I am going to agree with you there and I did not originally pick them, but you convinced me with all your statements and they just <laughs> feel so much more like Team. it was that diesel sean reference
1: yeah no it's it's I like it. i feel like it's somewhat obvious that that's what they're like going for but that doesn't that doesn't make it bad <laughs> yeah
0: not at all and i honestly could see them putting up a good fight for the tag team championships
1: so next up is the men's dusty road tag team classic final um, MSK, which is Nash Carter and Wesley, formerly the Rascals, I believe, in Impact.
0: Yep, from good old Impact.
1: Versus the grizzled young veterans, James Drake and Zach Gibson. Interesting interesting combo, I'd say. I'm surprised somewhat that GYV is here. I didn't Know if they would so? I guess I'll just go through how they how each team got there. MSK All in right. the first round beat Jake Atlas and Isaiah Swerve Scott. In the second round, they beat Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. And then in the semifinals, they beat Legato del Fantasma. Uh, Grizzled Young <laughs> Veterans beat Everize in the first round. Kushida and Leon Ruff in the second round and in the semifinals they beat Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher that's
0: a big dub right there
1: that was a good match I liked that match a lot
0: (laughs) yeah I feel like that one match right there gave the Vets quite a fucking push
1: yeah I mean I really liked the Tommaso Ciampa Timothy Thatcher team I was kind of hoping from the beginning of their feud that they would not feud and just be a team and they got there, they got there eventually.
0: <laughs> I thought they were gonna make it all the way though. That's like that Finn Finn Balor Samoa Joe type team. right
1: there. Yeah, it did have the feeling that they were gonna go all the way. Um, so I admittedly don't know much about MSK. I didn't see any of their impact matches, and I uh,
0: I've seen I've seen a few, basically, are Hell'a Athletic, and that's, I d- that's all. You're
1: and do. I don't think I've even seen all of their NXT matches. Um. But I did see their match against Legado del Fantasma, and that was a really good match.
0: It's basically like a cruiserweight match right there with just tag teams.
1: Yeah. So grizzled young veterans lost in the finals last year to the broserweights.
0: Yep. Once you know that throw together um, team, you never know how they can beat.
1: And just. The promos that Zach Gibson can cut are—I just love them. He's just got that like—they're pretty deadly. He's got that like, almost over the top like Scouse accent from Liverpool,
0: and oh, it's just—and
1: yeah. it's just you just want to hate it. <laughs> like, you just—he starts <laughs> talking and you just want to hate him, and it's so good. Oh, <laughs>
0: Shut your
1: fucking face <laughs> And obviously I mean I got the Liverpool Scarf above me
0: <laughs> hey, We see it We see it up there damn near right at the top
1: Yeah Um. So I want the Grizzled Young Vets to win It's partially because of the Liverpool thing But I just think They were in it last year mm-hmm. So I, And just making them lose two years In a row is kind of Would kind of be sad and I mean, just based on Zach Gibson's promos alone, I think they deserve it. And then, I mean, their matches are really good, too. And I think MSK has sort of gotten enough of their, of like a starting push in NXT, just getting to the final. I think their first match in NXT was in the tournament, right? Like, they were... Yeah, so all their only all of their matches so far in NXT have been in this tournament. So I don't think they need to win it because they already. I mean, they've what been in the company maybe a month and they're.
0: Yeah, in, sounds it, about right actually. And
1: they're in a takeover, so I mean.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I I'm agreeing hundred percent. I was thinking the exact same as you. No way the vets are gonna get there, two years in a row and lose. Two years in a row, and I mean, MSK they just arrived. And I mean, you can't give them that hard of a push yet, like, you can't just throw them right into the championship picture without making them at least earn a little something. something. Yeah, so, I yeah, feel I, like I got the grizzly,
1: yeah. It's hard to do that with a baby face, right, without it feeling undeserved, yeah. Like that's the uh, if exactly. if they're heels, it can feel undeserved because like it's it doesn't matter they're heels.
0: <laughs> no, exactly. It's like that. we don't care if you like it. You're supposed to not like it.
1: But I think with both of these tournaments, it and I think if I remember um, what I what I thought about last year's tournaments, it's incredible that NXT can sort of go from feeling like they don't have a tag division almost at all to putting on two tag team tournaments that are both really good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like a lot of it is throwing together these teams that it's like, oh, well, these two guys are very similar. Why would we not team yeah. them
1: together? It's yeah, the but potential now it, to
0: build your uh, tag team division.
1: But now it feels like the, the tag... Division's actually very deep because you have um, obviously you have Oni and Larkin, the champs. You have GYV, yep. MSK. One of them will be number one contenders, but the other one will still be pretty high up the tag team card.
0: Yep, exactly. You
1: have Champ and Thatcher, which could easily challenge for the title.
0: I was going to say, I thought they were going to make it the whole way this time, so
1: you always have some combination of the undisputed era, if not two combinations of the undisputed era. <laughs> God
0: damn, they could have had two undisputed era teams in this tournament.
1: Um, you have Drake Maverick and Killian Dane, which I think it was right to not give them the opportunity this soon, but like they can get a tag title shot at some point. You have Legato del Fantasma. Oh, yeah, like, like cool. there's there's actually a lot of tag teams on NXT now. <laughs>
0: Exactly. It goes from being, having no one to just being stacked.
1: Just like Yeah, that. and I think a month and a half ago I would have said, man, there's like no tag teams on NXT. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Agreed. Just on the main roster
1: now. Well, there's none up there either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, so the third match of TakeOver is for the NXT North American Championship. Johnny Gargano defending against Kushida.
0: I just, uh, I'm on the board on this one. Can't can't really decide which way I'm going.
1: Did you see the the Gargano Kushida segment on this week's NXT? Yeah, (laughs) I I love that (laughs) X-rays. Yeah, (laughs) that was like my god. It's like peak goofy Johnny Gargano. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stuck in this chair, and you know how I feel about wheels. And then, like, Austin Theory doing the double take on Kushida <laughs> when he's in the ring. Yeah, just some good shit. Um,
0: it's very entertaining stuff right there.
1: Yeah, I. So, this match should be really fucking good.
0: <laughs> oh my god, yes. Two incredible cruiserweight wrestlers. Is this. I don't just think
1: this is Kushida's entered. first takeover match. Nah, no way. No, he had one I against, like he had one against Dream. I remember Velveteen Dream for sure. But I feel like Absolutely. he hasn't been on too many takeovers, right? No.
0: He he kind of faded away there for a second after debuting. Yeah, they just people like, kind didn't, of forgot how they good. Just,
1: he they just like, didn't use him.
0: <laughs> I don't know. We've seen it happen with a lot of people.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, cause she's great. Obviously. Johnny Takeover. <laughs>
0: oh god, yeah. Um hard to bet against Johnny Takeover.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm actually going to pick pick Johnny to win, I think. I just think in classic,
0: you
1: know, um, in, I just think in classic you... uh, WWE fashion. Granted, sometimes uh Triple H with NXT will break away from this. But like Kushida stood really tall on NXT, and that just, that just makes me think he's not gonna oh, win.
0: Ah, <laughs> they love to do that. Yeah. And for me, it's it's so hard to bet against Johnny having a whole like faction on his side. Cause, I mean,
1: yeah, because now when you're a
0: heel and you got a faction, it's you know what's happening.
1: Yeah, because. Cause now Indy and Candice don't have anything to do, like they don't have a match. Mm-hmm. Austin Theory doesn't have a match, it's so they can fuckery. just they can just all be there. Um, and I just think that I I just think the title is actually very important to like the way as a group. Otherwise they're all just kind of yeah, there. I mean, they're they're just kind of there for nothing, if if I feel like if he doesn't have a title.
0: Without the title, they're just kind of friends. Yeah.
1: It's about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um we're we're like I do like the Candace teaching Indy Hartwell and Gargano teaching theory like aspect of that group.
0: Yeah. It, it makes it that much more entertaining, especially that Christmas segment they had with the protein powder. Oh, so funny.
1: Yeah, I, I've I've really liked, I feel like initially this heel turn for Gargano wasn't, I didn't like it that much. But as they've just started letting him get like goofier and goofier, I've really <laughs> liked it or like one one week he and hates wheels next week he loves wheels the next week he hates wheels again
0: yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh i freaking love it and it's made me not it's made me like austin theory a lot more i think he's just like the buff dumb guy the young buff dumb guy yeah Hilarious.
1: he's he's shown he actually has like good comedic timing
0: yes exactly which is what we need to see from him just being a generic, like, this is what a wrestler should be.
1: <laughs> yeah, do not just, ooh, I'm ripped, because, like, there's a ton right. of those in WWE.
0: <laughs> I'm ripped and I'm young and athletic, so good wrestler. Yeah. Nah, we need more than
1: that. Um, so you're picking Gargano, did you say?
0: 100%. Okay.
1: I think we might have all the same picks in this one. <laughs>
0: So far, I'm thinking so. We're we're very uh, similar when it comes to our things.
1: Um, And then the next match is the NXT Women's Championship Triple Threat Match. Io Shirai defending against Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. This is weird.
0: I agree. I agree. I'm not sure how to feel about it.
1: So if you look at, like... From a kayfabe point of view. Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez got this title match via losing a Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic match.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> uh, that, that makes a lot of sense, actually.
1: <laughs> like, I just feel like this needed to be a singles match. Yes. I think this just needed Adding to be... the third Tony Storm versus Rai, I think.
0: That makes sense. There's some history there between those two. I'm, that's something I'm excited for. Yeah. When you I mean, add the extra.
1: And know. so that granted, it being a triple threat does make me less confident in my pick. Oh, this, it makes
0: me less confident in any of the three, honestly.
1: Just cause I think Io should win
0: <laughs> agreed
1: because I think if Tony Storm's gonna get the belt she should do it with a big win beating if it's Io it's Io whoever the champ is at the time and I just That's feel true. like every any time except for like Daniel Bryan at Wrestlemania <laughs> it's, and, and there's yeah. probably some more examples that I'm forgetting but like I feel like it's hard to get that like Big, important win in, like, a triple threat match.
0: Exactly. I mean, I feel like it benefits the champ if they retain a lot. Yes. And everyone else is like, okay, did you even beat the champ? Like, how legit is it?
1: Yeah. Because I'd say Io Shirai's win over Rhea and Charlotte by pinning Rhea is, like been less important to her title reign than, like, some of her defenses.
0: <laughs> oh, couldn't agree more with that one.
1: Um, So I think this could be a way to get the title onto Tony without pinning Io, is my my thoughts. I don't think Mercedes, Mer- Mercedes... I would be very surprised if Mercedes Martinez wins.
0: It just wouldn't make sense to me.
1: It would, yeah, it would make no sense to me. They haven't
0: she's she's been gone she just hasn't done nothing she
1: was in retribution wasn't she for like a little bit
0: (laughs) I think maybe a day and then they're like nope bad idea
1: yeah so like they haven't built her as this like title contender really at all (laughs) so it'd be really weird if she won we're like I love Tony Storm I think Tony Storm is gonna win this title at some point
0: yeah, she's a good wrestler, but I feel like she hasn't been introduced enough to the main NXT fan base. Yeah,
1: like she, and I mean, her character is great. Like she's cool as fuck.
0: <laughs> I like that entrance music. That's just lit. Like I get I, hyped when she comes out. Yeah, I
1: like her music. I like like the '80s like hair metal like aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like it looks great.
0: Yeah, it works. It just works for the gimmick.
1: I just don't think it's Tony time
0: yet. It is definitely not Tony time in my
1: opinion. And like like we can say with all these matches, this match should fucking rock. <laughs> Hell yes. Hell yes. Like, just because it's been like a weird build and it feels confusing as to why it's happening, I feel like NXT gets... I feel like NXT's like booking and writing gets bailed out a lot by just how good the matches are uh, 100% it's and like
0: I've... okay athlete, athlete, athlete good
1: match yeah and I feel like this is just like another example, probably going to be another example of that, Um, I hope Io Shirai wins I'm predicting Io Shirai to win
0: <laughs> I am right there too Io is, is my uh my favorite champ that they've had.
1: I feel in a while. like I feel like Io's somewhat quietly just like fucking killing it. <laughs> She's like
0: quietly having an asuka type reign with the belts.
1: Yeah, like I feel like she doesn't get talked about that much. Maybe it's because like WWE and NXT as an extension kind of struggle to book like non. Like English speaking stars.
0: Yeah. Not I can that see she that. I not, mean you can tell her English is getting better and better too. Yeah, yeah. For, for giving.
1: For sure. But like when they're not when people aren't fully comfortable speaking English slash American TV has this weird thing of like we'll just subtitle everyone, even if it's like Wait, that person speaking perfect like almost perfect English. Why are you subtitling them?
0: Yeah, that's kind of a slap in the face at one point when when someone gets very fluent.
1: Yeah, I forget what show it was. Oh, I think my roommate, my old roommate was uh was watching 90 Day Fiancé. I don't know if you've seen that show. Oh. You can love that show. <laughs> And they'll like subtitle over some of the people who are speaking like perfect English.
0: <laughs> I love that you said that because I literally said the exact same thing. I'm like, I understand her English just fine. It's yeah.
1: Like, oh, that's like it's perfect. offensive. Like better than like yeah. some parts of like Louisiana. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, that's so accurate.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so I feel like. Some of that like they've just never really been good at booking or not booking, but like promoting non English speaking stars. And, it, and admittedly it is like hard, but it's not impossible. Like they sort of make it seem. No. It's
0: not impossible at all.
1: So I feel like that's why it's been like quiet because I mean she's just having bangers every every time she has a match. <laughs>
0: I was gonna say her in-ring ability is absolutely next level, championship type material right there.
1: And I mean the promo like video package thing they had on NXT was fucking great. <laughs> Where she was like, "Oh, Mercedes Martinez has been waiting twenty years. Well, fuck, keep waiting, <laughs> <laughs> keep waiting, bitch." <laughs> like I loved that, it. At
0: the top of her game. Hell yeah, I love that confidence.
1: Um. So yeah, I I don't think there's anyone. In the women's division, outside of Tony Storm, in like maybe at the next Takeover, that can really that really has any reason to to beat Io Shirai.
0: And yeah, exactly. They're they gotta build something that's worth the wait. For yeah, and they can finally take the belt
1: off. And that's the thing. The history versus Io and Tony is really cool. Like. It's actually like I didn't know any of that existed and it's really cool that it does and that's a built-in story there. It's just the fact that this is a triple threat yeah. match that means that that none of that kind of matters.
0: <laughs> it ruined everything basically.
1: Yeah. Cuz I think if this was a singles match, I might be picking Tony Storm.
0: <laughs> I honestly might be with you on that one.
1: Um and then our next match which God, I hope this doesn't end in an injury. <laughs> um, it's the NXT.
0: That's all you can hope for.
1: It's the NXT Championship match. Finn Balor defending against Pete Dunne.
0: What a what a combination here! Two just incredible wrestlers at the yeah. peaks of their career. It feels like.
1: Oh yeah, another another weird build, admittedly. Pete Dunne got this match by lo- by losing a number one contenders match.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that didn't make much sense. They did it.
1: Um, but I mean, they're gonna fucking hit each other as hard as they can.
0: Oh my god, they both have very similar styles. I mean, if for some reason it just feels like foreign wrestlers just know a whole different type of style than any American wrestler and we're going to see something we haven't seen in a long time
1: yeah I mean I feel like a lot of I mean similar to like Kyle O'Reilly and Finn I think they're just going to like really like they're just going to like actually sort of like no holds no holding back they're just like actually hitting each other
0: yeah it kind of feels like Finn's trying to hurt himself once again (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like the opponents doing.
1: Well, it's not even that it's just like and part of it admittedly is like the injury that he had against Kyle and then I think it was a worked injury that Kyle had against Finn, but like it's weird to work an injury after the real injury. <laughs> it's oh, just, that it's is just so like, accurate. It's just like can we get an NXT Championship match where the news after the news the next day isn't someone got actually injured?
0: <laughs> like, oh, we're not gonna see Finn for like a month. Just because actually got injured.
1: Just because if people are getting actually injured, it's like, well, I fucking, I don't want to see it then. <laughs> like that's.
0: Yeah, it's like it was a good match and everything, but it's not worth losing someone for a long period. Yeah,
1: like that. I loved Kyle O'Reilly versus Finn Balor. But, like, part of the reason I loved it isn't because someone got their jaw broke like that. Yes. Like, like, obviously, we we don't want to see people get injured.
0: (laughs) No. And we know Kyle O'Reilly loves to just throw his body around like he's a goddamn rag doll. (laughs) It's like he's hurting himself almost every match.
1: Yeah. That being said, I fucking love Finn Balor especially like his current version of himself sort of like he just this,
0: keeps getting better somehow.
1: yeah this sort of like new japan like version that he's gone back to since he's been back in nxt like i i didn't watch i wasn't watching wrestling at the time of his like main roster run but i'll see like pictures or like video clips from it and i'm like this is the same fucking dude <laughs> He's, like, they, baby they, face they and, like, smiling. <laughs> it's like, why yeah, would you like, do oh, that? Goof-
0: <laughs> yeah, goofy foreign guy. Let's, let's make him a jokey-type gimmick. It's like, not right.
1: And then, like, Pete Dunn looks like the hardest fucking man alive, especially since he's come back fully yoked.
0: <laughs> Look at the hairstyle he's got. You gotta be a man to rock something like that.
1: And and I mean, just, I'd never fucking want to, I mean, I wouldn't want to fight anyone on the roster, admittedly, or pretty much anyone ever, but like.
0: Especially someone that has
1: tattoos on their kneecaps. But like, if I fought, hard... if I fought Pete Dunne, I'd die. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah.
0: <laughs> it has nothing to do with age or size. He's just a fucking badass.
1: He and that's that. He just looks like he just nothing that you would do to him would hurt him, and everything he does to you would just like be the worst pain imaginable.
0: Yep, and you just watch him enjoy it, and just yeah. And I mean, oh, that's
1: That's part of what made the Broserweight so successful, right? Is like. Just God. how he was, and then how Riddle was.
0: <laughs> exactly. They had similar styles. Riddle kicks people without any shoes on at all. Savage.
1: Yeah, but then just, like, Riddle's like, oh, I'm, like, super over-the-top, like, stoner guy, and then Pete's just like, oh, whatever. Oh. <laughs> Steve.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it um, a lot. Yeah,
1: so this match, th- this'll... This will hit really hard. <laughs> oh, fuck,
0: yeah. We're talking real hits.
1: There's going to be a bunch of, like... There's definitely going to be a few Pete classic Pete done like, finger-breaking spots.
0: You need it in every Pete done
1: match. I think I would hate if everyone did it. But because pretty much only he does it, I really like it. <laughs>
0: I haven't seen anybody else ever do it, honestly. I don't even know how he does it to this day.
1: Yeah, just because I think, like, it would get old if, like, everyone did it. Because at the end of the day, it's not that good of a spot. (laughs) But he's really good at doing it and making it look brutal. And then it's, like, it sort of feels like it's crossing this, like, unspoken line that these the, like all the wrestlers have where it's like okay well, we're not going to break each other's fingers.
0: Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I mean, well, fuck I don't it. Know how else to do it?"
1: <laughs> yeah, he started just, just like, "Fuck it. I don't care." <laughs> like, do
0: you want a four-star match at least? Like, let me break your fingers.
1: Well, cuz if you think about it, if you're in a fight with someone and you like break their fingers, how are they going to fucking punch you now? <laughs>
0: They're stuck to kicks. My kicks are shit. I'm
1: fucked. Well, yeah, cuz like if you have broken fingers and you punch someone, I bet that's going to hurt you way more.
0: <laughs> if you just even slightly <laughs> pat them, it's going to hurt so bad.
1: So like it makes sense, oh, okay. but it, yeah, it feels like it's like breaking this unspoken rule of wrestling, which I think is like sort of what makes it as cool as it is for like admittedly a spot that's like not it's not like it's a super athletic, like impressive. It's just like a dude standing over another dude grabbing his fingers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's very accurate.
1: But like, yeah. I this this match will be really good. <laughs>
0: oh man. It's it'll be worth the wait for the main event. That's for yeah.
1: sure. Um I think Balor's gonna retain I don't see yeah. I don't see anybody but Karrion Cross taking the title off of him.
0: And I hope it's at WrestleMania.
1: I'm surprised they've held on for the Carrion Cross match as long as they have.
0: There has been quite a few times where I thought Finn was gonna drop it.
1: Well, I'm just surprised they haven't done Finn Cross yet. <laughs> like
0: That is true. They, but like you said, WrestleMania. We know it's coming.
1: If they did it at WrestleMania, that'd be really good.
0: Anytime it's, the NXT championship is on main programming, it's just so good for the brand in general.
1: Well, think of how much that would put over cross too, because main like main roster audience is they people that only watch main roster. They'll know Finn Balor, and they'll know. Oh yeah. They'll know how good and like. Respected Finn, like they'll have a good opinion of Finn Balor. Like they'll think yeah. he's a big deal because I because mean, he is.
0: Yeah, yeah, first ever Universal Champion. Never forget.
1: Yeah, and then him losing at Mania to Cross would be huge for Cross. I think in terms of main roster audience, at least.
0: Oh, I agree, and I mean Cross is still pretty fresh within NXT, yeah. so that's such a huge push for him.
1: Yeah, I feel like people that. Watch NXT or know of Karrion Cross before NXT? Know like what a big deal he is, but main roster WWE audiences probably probably don't.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So Both I think it'd has be a
0: very similar indie. Game.
1: So I think it'd be good for him if that was on WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely what I'm hoping for. So I think we're on the same page here and thinking this is not finn's time to drop the championship
1: and i mean wrestlemania is going to be two days it'd be a great way to fill some of that time (laughs) hell yes
0: that is very worth it doesn't even have to be the main event of either show
1: so we actually had all the same picks i don't know i don't think that's the man maybe it is the first time that's happened (laughs)
0: we we've came really close before and then we had like just one yeah but i think we've had like just
1: part. i think we've had just one like a few times it's hard yeah. on some and of I these mean, takeovers did, though when there's only five only got six five matches
0: five six yeah it's it's tough and you know i mean nxt has become very predictable because they usually give us what we if yeah,
1: honest. that's the thing. They don't... It, it's unfortunate that there's not as many surprises on TakeOvers. Like they sort of, like, save the surprises for the, the weekly show. Yeah. But at the same time, it is nice that you just kind of get good matches with usually relatively clean finishes. And just like yeah, who it. who should who should win.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then you get a quality match that's like, all right, I feel good with who won this and I feel like they deserved it.
1: Yeah. Um, so just to recap, we both picked Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez over Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, the Grizzled Young Veterans over MSK, Johnny Gargano over Kushida. Io Shirai over Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. And Finn Balor over Pete Dunne.
0: Balor forever.
1: Um, so, yeah, I, I I think talking about it like usual has sort of made me more excited for it, for for TakeOver.
0: Oh, it always does for me, at least. Yeah. And, I mean, definitely re- changed one of my picks just yeah. because of talking about
1: it. Definitely part of the reason I like doing this podcast is that it does make me more excited for each individual show
0: oh a hundred percent sometimes i don't even look at the card until right before and i'm like oh wow this is actually pretty lit like i'm hyped for this card um
1: yeah so i like like we said at the beginning though still not the most hype takeover by far
0: (laughs) pretty predictable it feels like
1: but should just have five bagging matches
0: Oh, exactly. You know, every match on a takeover is gonna live up to the hype.
1: Yeah, and I mean, yeah, there's some some great matches with some questionable builds. I think is the best way to say.
0: It. <laughs> I couldn't agree more with that statement right there.
1: Um, well, I think that wraps everything up for NXT Takeover Vengeance Day. For all
0: you listeners of Backstage Heat. There is change coming to the podcast. We have a new time every pay per view for you. We will be broadcasting at 8 Central Standard Time, the day of the pay per view. That means Sundays for WWE and Saturdays for AEW. Change. Is it coming to the podcast? Buckle up because it's about to be a roller coaster. Woo. On that note, let's wrap up this episode.
1: You can find me on Instagram
0: at walk with Brando.
1: And you can find me on Instagram at Welchnut. And you can also follow my Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash Welchnut.
0: You can find our podcast backstage heat on Spotify apple podcast anchor just about anywhere else you find podcasts
1: and you can find more of our one-of-a-kind wrestling content on youtube instagram and facebook at backstage heat podcast